0: The Goldfields, covered with local sport, info and mining news. This is The Blast Crew, with Glennie and Lou, thanks to Kalgoorlie Case and Drill, on SEN. It was all read just before at Louis out there on Kalgoorlie Kalgoorlie Case and Drill, Vivian Street and Boulder, the Goldfields' best nuts and and bolts bolts holder. holder. There's a lot going on out that way at the moment, mate. Lots going on. Yes, Vivian Street. Fresh at Vivian Street. Uh, But there's lots been going on in the netball circles because there were 12 teams that we had head away last week. Is that right, Tash?
1: 14, 14, teams. Fourteen.
2: sorry, I knew there was, I saw it. But Tash's 14 face. teams going away compared to four last year. That is sensational. Yeah, big it?
0: difference, a big yeah. difference. And that gives more people the opportunity to travel, Tash. It was a good weekend last weekend in Meriden.
1: Yeah, so our regional carnival was held in Meriden, and yeah, five clubs took away a total of 15, uh, 14 teams um, participating all the way from our go through to our opens.
2: So you represented more from a club point of view rather than an association point of view.
1: Yeah, because we didn't have our ADO, we um, weren't qualified enough to take away teams um, to represent EGNA. but the club stepped up and each put in a couple of teams, which is fantastic.
0: Well, it's really good to see because then it gives a lot more spread and the impact that we'll have in the association leading up to your school holidays will be, will be no doubt noticeable.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, with previously only having four teams go now we've got um 14 it's Mm. so many more athletes like 100 more kids can go down there and have a go um and that's even from our nine and 10 year olds are really getting a taste at the carnival life as well
2: that's good and how did we perform while we were down there
1: we performed really well so um meriden was overrun with netball players that they had to mow the lawn and had the grass courts out in play as well um and with that our under 12s um the Imperials team took away the under 12s championship and then we had sonics take away the under 14s and the under 18s and mana took away the open
0: Wow, so some good representation across many teams there too.
1: Yeah, many teams and our mana team um, had a few from um, Steelers that I saw in there, so it was really a mix and yeah, okay. a lot of people got got a taste of it.
0: Now, obviously trying to get everyone on a bus, which previously would have been done with the eg a this was now down to the clubs to absorb. Did you have a lot of parents who went down for the journey where previously you might not have had that?
1: Yeah, generally um, most parents go down, they'll take a few kids in the – in the back of the car and off we go. I think it's been easier this year. Um, Normally what happens is we play on the Friday night and the Saturday and then we're racing down there Saturday afternoon for an early start on um, Sunday morning. So it's a really long weekend. So by having the buy for us this week, um, last weekend, they could go down on the Friday night, participate on Saturday and then recover on Sunday. So I think we might see, you know, that helped with the participation
2: Mm. it sounds like it as well board members last time we spoke you were chasing some board members have you managed to entice anybody on board
1: no i mean we're not really that scary um it's a lot of fun we we have the the sausage sizzles out the front and you know when we have board meetings we try and make it fun with dinner to get through the compliance stuff, but we're always looking for volunteers. So mm-hmm. even if you've got a spare hour, then by all means, you know, come in and see us.
0: And you can put your sausages in the buns or the bacon and eggs on the grill or you do little bits and pieces around the place just to help make it happen. It could be almost that you're, you're just helping out to help fulfil the, the Netball Association's governance. You might be just making your eye over those bylaws every week, all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, you know, and we um, have single game vouchers that we people need to buy so they can play just for one game and making sure if there's there's ice in the freezer in case there's an injury all sorts of stuff. Mm,
0: that's something that you probably don't think of Louie, is it? You're making sure that you've got all those first aid bits and pieces exactly. taken
2: Yeah that's generally one of the things that do get left by because you don't you know, fingers crossed you don't have too many incidents but when you do you go to the cupboard oh where's that someone's used the ice pack and hasn't returned it or thrown it away yeah so um, with the juniors you, you go which are the 9 and 10s but your net program that's winding up shortly?
1: Yeah so we've had Eight weeks so far of that. Um, We've got a 10-week term for it. We have one of our local school teachers that volunteered to run it each week and there was about 20 kids, so they're five and six-year-olds, getting their first taste with netball and that all... wind up next week.
2: So what do you do with the nets with those guys? Because you know, they're not going to be able to shoot it up there. They don't have a ladder to climb up so they feel good or do you have these little pop-up ones? That <laughs> <sort> <laughs> of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, trampoline, Louie.
1: Yeah, we try to teach them, you know, the lift for defenders and things like that. No, um, the net <laughs> program is basically just more of a skill base. So they learn the basics about netball. So a lot of um, different games about passing and catching and how you throw the ball and and it really just promotes the teamwork as mm-hmm. well.
0: It's good. it's good to see because because... because obviously that comes into its fray, especially if you're at the top of the ladder,
2: Louie. Two points clear. Two games clear on top of the ladder. But while you're talking that, Glenn, they take on Munna. Munna was the only team that have beaten rookies this year. They got over the top of them by about six points from memory. So it's going to be a tough game. And talking with uh, Tash off air, she sort of said that Munna generally come good in the second half of the season. Rookies have peaked early, but let me tell you, the fitness regime that I've been running through that club, because I send them messages... Yeah. <laughs> Subliminally, you are telepathically. Full.
0: You are I'm not full. full of
2: it, mate. No, I am not. Look at the results. Mana are sitting third, yep. rookies, two games clear. So, even if Mana do get over the top this time, we'll still be on top.
0: Mana still have a good team. Uh, yes, Tarina Pitta, um, Lexi Turner, and also Jamie Alley all having a good game. Gaylee Roach too, which is uh, Gaylee's almost a veteran. That sort of process. It's hard to say that. that. (laughs) It's hard to say that.
1: Yeah, she has been around for a while and, yeah, gaily performs certainly with netball and footy as well. Um, Yeah, everyone see her jumping the score benches because she puts a body on the line each week to chase down those balls.
0: Definitely. Ash Sidebottom and uh, also Keaton Church, who's a defender, Louie the only two for rookies who have played all games all season, but then yes. you've got a defender and a shooter who are doing pretty well. Is that right, Tash?
1: Yeah, so um, Keaton is – she took away either last year or the year before their um, overall fairest and best, so she certainly is up there.
2: That's very good. We you got a smile on your face for, Glenn. I know, nothing you said Hey, I just
0: had a stat. A
1: stat
2: for you. Oh, you had a stat. Good. Yeah. That's cool. Talking stats, the grading. So you regraded the juniors, etc. How has that been taken? Is is it working?
1: Yeah, I think it is working. Um, a lot of the feedback has been um, positive, which is is good and encouraging to hear. I think um, helping the juniors and by splitting it out even further, that there's six grades with, you know, six in each or eight in each um, has certainly helped rather than having a larger division with a lot of teams in it. So um, most teams will play someone that they're competitive with, may lose one week, may win the next, and, Mm -hmm. you know, improve from there.
0: Uh, very good. And, Tash, we look at uh, some of the other fixtures that we've got coming up for this weekend, and, uh, Louie, we always do say, just with some transparency purposes, we catch up with Tash on a Friday afternoon ahead of the Saturday night results uh, – sorry, the Friday night results. But uh, this weekend in the Division 2, Steelers Divvy 2 take on mana 2, Sapphires 1 and Sonics 2, those games at 3.30 this afternoon. And that ladder at the moment, Louis, for that second division, Sonics two from Mana two, from Steelers two, Sapphire's one, and Imperials two there. That's all due to that regrading tash that's happened.
1: Yeah, so that is. And the Steelers and Mana game will be a good game. Um, they are certainly looking forward to it. It's been the talk of the week.
2: Oh. Talk of the week, and Division 3, Glenn, sees Imperials take on Rookies, Sonics take on Flyers, mana take on Envious, and if you're interested in the ladder for that one, Glenn, mm-hmm. Flyers from Sonics, from Mana from Rookies, Imperials, and on the bottom of the ladder, Envious.
0: Last night's games uh, conducted at six was Rookies and Steelers in Division 4, and Sonics and Mana. And Sapphires and Flyers were the later games. And up until uh, yesterday afternoon, Flyers were having a flying Division 4 season. They're on the top at the moment. Well, they're the, the only thing that splits them at the moment is percentage from Sonics and Steelers. It's very tight since that regrading.
1: Yeah, it has been. And it's really good to see Flyers up there as well. The past few years, they've been sort of holding the rest of the ladder up. So for them to be up the top is really good and a testament to the club and the coaching staff.
0: We're back with netball action today and this afternoon down there at the Goldfields Oasis,
2: Louie. That we are. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Glenn. That's okay. You're welcome. What were you going to say? You look like you... No, I was just going to talk about the juniors in Division 1, but you've pretty much wrapped up the conversation, so let's just continue. We've got one more minute. Have we? Yeah. So I can go a little bit slower, can I? Right. The ladder stands at the moment in Division 1, Glenn. Sonics from Imperials and then Envious. There's also another Sonics team in that division. They are sitting fourth. And in fifth position is Munna. The fixtures for this evening are Envious, Munna, Sonics f- 6 versus Sonics 5, and Imperials have the bye. Lovely. Were you doing that in your best Premier
0: League voice? Did you like that? Yeah, I did. That was very good. Well done. Tash Holden has Imperials 1. Someone else. Nil. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I do. We're talking netball, though, and Tash has lost it as well, just looking at us, a couple of beanbags. You'll lose it
2: if you... Go on, do go it. On. Put those glasses <laughs> on. I'll tell you what, this is the dumbest thing you ever can. Look at it. Look. Yeah. <laughs> look at it. Who, and he's got that smile. Who's
1: new fashion, eh?
2: No, he looks with that grin on his face. What does he look like? He looks like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, He's never gonna mate. talk to me again. You were me, mate. Yeah. Hey
0: Tash, you still are and you can come back anytime you like. Eastern <laughs> Goldfields Netball Association president Tash Holderness joining us this morning here on the Blast Crew on SEN. Thanks Tash, have a good weekend.
1: Thanks guys. From
2: the Blast Crew with Wallace and Gromit.
1: Fast and cheese, please. <laughs>